Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting right over there, you know who it is. It's my main man, Reggie. What's up, Reg? What up, Doe? What's up, Kenny J? Oh, man. Oh, man. Just uh, trying to get through the day. Uh, thought we would get together real quick for a, a, almost a mid-April uh, catching up with the commanders. Uh Talk about what's going on, what might be going on down the road. Talk about some rumors and things. Um, if, if you're up for that, Rich, if you're up for it. <laughs> it's just funny you say rumors. There's always rumors. With, always rumors. Uh, with, with the commanders, man. There's always rumors. We're full of rumors. Rumors everywhere, as the song says, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I'm, I'm up for it, man. As, I, as you've heard me say before, I'm always down to talk ball about the uh, Washington commanders. Absolutely. Is that, is that is that growing on you yet? It, you know, I don't even think about it anymore. Um, nope. I, I I I guess that's a good thing. I guess it depends on where you sit on things, right? There's some people yeah. that refuse to to say that, but it is what it is. Um, you know, it could have been better. I mean, while we're on while we're on it, before we move on and talk about a couple of things, you know, I mentioned outside. Uh, this is this is a hypothetical. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, but if if the commanders. I'm sorry, if Washington would have gone with the Red Wolves, how nice would it have been the Red Wolves with a quarterback with the last name of Howell? Right? <laughs> right? Hey. right? Would, would that be great? I mean, they, you know, before he came on, people would be howling in the stands. And now every time he touch, every time he he runs for the ball, or I'm sorry, runs for a touchdown or first down or or makes any kind of big play, and the place would be going crazy. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not harping on it. We can move. We can move on. But I'll just say this though. With with that though, that's if Sam had be, becomes the guy. Absolutely. If, he, if he's one hit wonder, or he just doesn't have the goods, then it doesn't matter. But if he goes on and becomes the guy, and the team had been Red Wolves, then yeah, it would have been great, great era to usher in with the, the new name and our quarterback, just ironically with the name, last name, Howell. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, and if he doesn't turn, if he doesn't play well, those, those Howells will turn into booze real fast. Right. And, and then we don't care about it. We just want a, a quarterback that wins, but I said, I had a passing thought. Uh, I thought I'd share that ridiculous comment and thought with, uh, with the knucklehead uh, listeners out there. Well, the other part though, speak, speaking of that, um, I, I pretty much think I know where you stand, but we'll let our listeners hear, man. So there's been a lot of talk on Twitter about um, whether new ownership should do a rebrand. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you think? The if you, if, if, Are you going to give me the name that it's going to be on the rebrand, or are you just going to be a different name? Because it's just a different name. I know we're not going back to the Redskins, right? Right. You, you can you can hope all you want, but that's not happening. So it's commanders or something else, or you give me commanders or red wolves, right? If you give me red wolves, I'll take it. Outside of that, I'll just stick with the commanders. We'll ride with it, and let's worry. Let's focus about what's on the field and not what what the name is, because commanders, like I said, it's not a bad name. It was just a generic name when they chose it, in my opinion. Yeah. And and a lot of the talk, you know, I, I don't know if let's just assume the, the new ownership would come in and, and rebrand. Mm -hmm. They're probably not going to tell you what the name is anyway. Right. My, my, and so my take on it is this is there's always going to be a, a group of fans who's not going to like the name. So, in other words, those people who like commanders, there's people who don't like commanders. You give it another name. All of a sudden you're going to get a group of people that's going to like that. And then the people who like commanders would no longer like that. So you're not going to please everybody. So to me, the rebrand, I think, is unnecessary. Um, Commander's starting to grow on me. I still don't love it. But like anything else, you say it a few times, you're getting used to it. I'm getting, to, I'm, I'm used to seeing it in right. publication. I'm getting used to hearing people on TV say Commander's. I use it a little bit more now. It is what it is, right? So, so to me, to go through a rebrand at this point, I think, is, is ridiculous. It's, it's pointless because, again – there's always going to be a collection of fans that are just not going to like the name. Yeah. The, yeah, the only thing because would, it's not Redskins, right? So, yeah, so, yeah. so don't, don't even bother with it. Right. The only thing I would want um, for, and I'll, and I'll back up here a little bit. Uh, the only, only rebrand that I would want 
is of the logo. I'm not a big fan of the, of the W that's here on my on my hat. Uh, give me a different kind of uh, logo that's on the helmet. Um, again, never been a fan of the W. Am I used to it now? Yeah, but I, I would have zero problems changing that out. Um, I would say that the you know, people that are complaining or, or, or going back, maybe I'm not in the right circles, but I don't hear a lot of, from a baseball perspective, Cleveland Indians, a lot of them ended up, it seems to me from the outside looking in, embraced the Guardians. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think Guardians is a, is, is a little bit of a cool name. They're not, not a great name. It, compared compared to what things name. could be and the, and the logo and how they did it, I thought their rebranding was a lot better than the Washington Commanders and the Commanders logo of the W. Um, yeah, I, that's, I again, that's I, my opinion. But I don't hear a lot of people complaining, a lot, a lot of Cleveland Indians fans complaining about the Guardians. I think overall they were happier with Guardians than we were with Commanders. Yeah, and I don't know um, enough to say one way or the other because I certainly do not follow baseball like that. I, and I, and on top of that, certainly not the, the Cleveland team. But I, I gotta believe there's some folks who didn't want the name number one to be changed, and they certainly sure. didn't want, didn't want it changed to the to the, the Guardians. But nonetheless, man, I, I just know. You know, you, you you be around, you live live on this earth a few years, you you learn you're not going to please everybody. Um, and one thing I've learned about our fan base, specific, specifically our fan base, brother, we we got some fans that will argue that I'm a black dude. And one thing is for certain, I'm a black dude. But there's some people who will argue whether or not I'm a black dude. I just, I just, I just, oh, we, they, yeah, they no, they argue. There, there, there's complainers uh, without a doubt. We could be going to the Super Bowl and they would complain about, about something. Yes. 100%, so, 100%. So, so the whole thing with the name and all of that stuff is, you know, whatever. But, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm cool with it at this point, man. So let's just keep it moving. Because one thing we all know, the, you, you put a winning product on the field. Yep. People won't give a damn what the name is. All those people that claim to have walked away when when they, when this team sells, watch those people are gonna be right back. In fact, they're probably watching anyway from a distance. Right, right, right. But the minute this team sells, a lot of those folks are gonna come back and let this team start winning. Those same people are gonna be coming right on back, man. So, right. so that's why I don't even see. I don't even get on here talking about how I'm gonna walk away because you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna walk away. I might right. not like a lot of things that are happening, but I ain't going nowhere. Right. And, and, and why, why you bring that up? There's uh, from, from our last podcast about two weeks ago, again, uh, Reg and I both once again, traveling uh, this time of year, uh, business and pleasure and just the way things go over, of, of our travel over, overlapping um, and not a whole lot going on until the draft, but still ownership is lingering. Uh, still appears to be two groups that are, consistently in the news of the, the, this you, know, you could just kind of rewind and replay about every <laughs> second or third day uh, other than one of the um one of the ownership groups uh, magic johnson is with does that do anything for you reg yeah you know does it do anything for me personally if I'm being honest, and this is probably unpopular opinion, Ken, the answer is no. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm smart enough to know that having Magic Johnson as part of your organization will open up doors that some other people can't. I understand that Magic Johnson being in your team will bring a certain cachet. People will listen to him in a, in a meeting room. He's, 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 he's got charisma. He can get some things, but all that stuff is going to affect sponsorship, money to the team, putting money in, in Magic's pocket and all that kind of stuff. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is who the hell is suiting up on the on, on Sundays exactly. and whether or not we're winning games. Now, right. somebody could easily say, well, maybe Magic can close the deal on a free agent. Maybe he can. But listen, what I do know is money talks. Magic can sit there all day talking about how you need to come and play for the commanders. 
But if you ain't going to pay the dude, he ain't coming. Well, and, and, and don't forget, right? We're talking about the team going for around $6 billion. Uh, Magic is a minority owner in this. And, and I don't mean minority racial. I mean minority dollar-wise. Right. He's a minority owner. He doesn't have he's, – he's a very rich man, but he's not $6 billion rich. Right. Right? And so, you know, he's in it for maybe hundreds of millions – but not billions, right? I, I I would be surprised if he owns any more than even twenty percent of the team. Probably probably closer to to five to ten percent. But his name his name to your point brings some some charisma, some some character to it. But with him having such a minority ownership of the team, he's not going to be closing deals, right? right. He's not he's not going to be the one doing those kinds of things. And to your point, I don't care who the owner is uh reggie you could you could open up finally open up your your wallet and buy the team and all i want to know is it, does the ownership um put put the team in a position to win right that's all i, that's care. All I care about yeah, that's all i don't I care, care i don't care about you know are, are do you have more sponsors do you have luxury boxes you know what unless i'm invited uh by reggie when he opens up his wallet <laughs> i'm not sitting in a luxury box you know, I'm, I'm not in. I'm not in that uh, realm. This guy. This guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't have it like that. So, yeah, those things are good, and it, it you know makes for the new stadium and big and fancy and all that. Um, but you know, we we can stay right where we are for when we're in Super Bowls. From a from a business perspective, I I get what having Magic Johnson in your organization does, but I get none of that. Meaning, I get no perks, Correct. Not, not one, with Magic Johnson walking on the field, being part ownership, being the face, and getting people to inside our facilities in terms of business deals and all that kind of stuff. I get not one thing for that. All I care about is whether or not we win in games. That's it. And, 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 and I'll be and I'll be honest, right? Um, he's he's not a Washington fan, right? So if I had my if I had my choice of getting my picture taken against one of the greatest players of all time with Magic Johnson, uh, and, and he happens to be wearing a, a commander's cap, or I can get my picture taken with, say, Kevin Durant, who's a lifelong Washington Redskins commander's fan, I'm getting my picture with with Durant. Oh, for sure. Right, for sure. right? E e even though Magic's, Magic's bigger than KD, even as big as KD is, um, yeah, I'm, I'm riding with with – with my team, with my people. It's, it's a business deal, right? Yeah, it's a business yeah. deal. And, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah, he, and, he and, has, and listen, there's a lot of owners that buy teams that aren't tied to the organization or the city. And, and I get that. We, we've yeah, just. Oh, no problem with that. We, we've just always had people that were tied to the city and tied to the organization. I think we're a little spoiled with that, right? Even as much as you hate Dan Schneider, he, he was a fan and a season ticket holder of the team when he became the owner. And so I think that's another reason why some people are uh, excited about this this uh, the ownership group that has the guy. I don't remember the guy's name. There's some billionaire guy that's from the D.C. area that's right, joined right. the Harris group, right? Uh, because he's got ties to the to the area and all that kind of thing. But again, man, whatever, you know. Just, yeah, I, just, get, I, just I, get the team sold, right? And let's put a winning product on the field. That's all I care about. Yeah, I've, I've been hire the right people. Yeah, I've been saying for ten or twelve years. Uh, we used to get a, a a good feeling, a good vibe if it was if we had some kind of uh, Washington connection, whoever it was, right? Uh, people like Haskins because he's from the area. I don't, I I do not care at all. And as a matter of fact, you make mistakes consistently when when they when they do have times. I don't. I'm sorry, ties to the team. I don't care about the tie. Is he the best person? Is he the best GM? Is he the best coach? Is he the best player? Is he the best ownership? That's all I care about. Um, if he happens to have ties to it, okay. Yeah. But outside Be of that, a good owner, are the right people. Let those people do their job. Turn his organization around. Start winning. That's all I care about. In fact, I I don't care if I ever see the owner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, yeah. You're, you're like Kansas, you're Kansas City, right? In fact, the trophy is named after the family. Right. You never see those people. Right. You never you never see those people. 
Right. I uh, Magic Johnson is nothing more than a little bit of glitter on whatever it is. If it's a bad, if it's a horrible term, I'm sorry, if it's a horrible team. It's just a little bit of glitter on a turd. Right. Um, it's it still it still is what it is. If it's a if it's a Super Bowl trophy, it's a little glitter on a Super Bowl trophy. But it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So Doesn't change. Move, anything. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um. So, yeah, I mean, here we are. I, I, we'll probably do another at least one or two more podcasts before the draft. Uh, to get ready for for next year, um, at least one Reg, right? If if not two, we we might slide in another one in there. Um, but you know, as, as we're getting closer, this is a year for Washington where, for all intents and purposes, it looks like we're things can change, but things look like we're staying right where we are at sixteen. At sixteen, right? There, there, there's there's no rumors of us moving up chasing a quarterback there's no rumors of i mean at 16 nobody you normally don't hear rumors until the day of of somebody at 25 jumping up to 16 right those are normally day of type of things um, but we're not there's no talk of us at this point of trying to get in the top five or even the top 10 to get a quarterback now if one of the quarterbacks slides to eight nine ten and it's too too much to pass could they do it they could there's almost no talk of that, no rumors. Not, I mean, this time of year also, the, the media likes to throw out stuff just to talk about. Right. And there's none of that. Of course, of course. I mean, it, it is. We're not, because I think Ron, Ron and those guys shut that down, right? Absolutely. That, that they're Absolutely. not going after quarterback. And so, and with the fact that they're going to go with Sam Howe, um, who's essentially is a rookie. Right. I highly doubt that this team goes after one of those guys because yeah. even if one of the guys fall the guy that's fallen probably has some question marks and it's probably a project right and they're not going to draft the guy in the first round who's a project not not this well, year yeah and, and it's and it's kind of i don't know if you want to call it funny or, or whatever it, it's one of those years where if washington really did want to make a move on quarterback one way or another this is the, this is a, a very good year to do it even though we're all the way back at 16 I mean, yeah. you look at you look at the veterans that were available with and, and again, there was no rumors to it because there was no conversations about it. Everything was shut down right away. But I mean, you had, you know, Carr was available. Garoppolo was available. Aaron Rodgers was available. Uh, Lamar Jackson still out there was available. None of that tied to that. Uh, there's potentially uh, before we get to pick at number 16, there's four probably four maybe maybe just after us in the first round there'll be a fifth quarterback taken um and so that's one two three four say four five six seven eight quarterbacks that i mentioned either veterans or rookies and we're not tied to any of them and we need a quarterback right we and, do. and maybe i'll answer but there, there, there's that, that's eight and eight quarterbacks that are going to some team and washington isn't mentioned at all that just goes to show you how they've shut everything down yeah. Oh, for sure. And and, I, and I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it because if this, uh, well, here's my concern, and I think we're gonna get into this a little bit here. Um, I'm cool with the decision to go with Sam Howell. Um, and I like the fact that Jacoby Brissett. We talked about this on our, on our uh, last podcast. I like I like Jacoby Brissett. My concern here. Is if if Howell doesn't play well, or he doesn't beat out Jacoby Brissett in the offseason, right? Jacoby Brissett with this team, I think, is good enough to win some games, and we'll finish middle of the road again, right? And then we will not be in position next offseason to draft one of the top guys coming out next season. That's my concern. Right, right, I hope right. Sam Howe becomes a stud, right? Listen, let me be clear. I hope Sam Howe becomes our guy. And we're, we're and we're paying him the the next big contract in year five and well, not even year five, year year four, because he's already right. hit one year. He's he'll right. be the fourth year guy. So after his third year and two more years, if he's balling, he'll be looking for an extension in two right. seasons. Cause they won't let him go into his fourth season. On uh, with no contract, so he'll be looking for an extension in two years if he's balling. And listen, I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to pay the guy 
if he's showing that, man, he's our guy. But if he's not, and they bring in Jacoby Set because the because Eric Bieniemy and Ron Rivera and all those guys are trying to win for ownership, we mill the road again, and we're gonna miss out on the top guys coming out next year. Oh yeah, 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 without without a doubt. It um, and I think you know I, I don't want to go you know looking at the crystal ball too much here, um, but we finished fourth in our division, right? So you so you norm, normally you play a a last place fourth place schedule and you play a lot you know a lot of the same teams that people in your division do but you get a few games that are against other fourth place teams two two games that's it uh, is it just two just two okay and, and i'm not sure what those two teams differences are but i know as i look at the schedule just glanced over it the other day and i don't have it all memorized um but you know typically you know at the end of last season you would have said the jets next year look like they're that that's not a that's uh, a very winnable game well if, if aaron aaron is coming plus the other moves that they've made it, it, it's a changer right and then you look at denver who finished last uh they they went and got uh a, a new head coach and do you really think that russell wilson is going to have as bad of a year with yep. the coaching staff and everything so they were a bad team last year I don't think they're going to be that bad of a team. Um, watch, I think Washington's schedule is going to be, as it sits right now, you know, th things move and people get injured and everything. But as of right now, Washington has a has a, has a challenging schedule next year, without yeah. a doubt. So, so here, so here, here's, here's, we're fourth place. Yes. So here's the deal. So we're playing the just just for point of reference here, we're playing the AFC East. So that's New York, the Jets, the Bills. Patriots, Miami. Right. So so those are common opponents between everyone in our division. We play that entire division. And then we play the NFC West as common opponents. So that's the Cardinals, the Niners, the uh Seahawks, Seattle. and Arizona, right? Did right. I say that right? No, the Rams, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. Correct. What I don't know is who are the two teams that we play, you know, where we finish fourth. They finished fourth. The Giants finished third. They'll play third place team. And then the Eagles play the first place team in each division. But we all play the NFC West and the AFC East. And to your point, Miami, Buffalo, the Jets, with potentially Aaron Rodgers, and the Patriots. And then you go out west, you got the Niners, the Rams, the Cardinals, Seahawks. Those aren't those aren't easy yeah. games, and right, then right. and then we have our division games, right? Correct, correct. Which are always and, and really tough, right? And and the uh, the other ones are Atlanta Falcons and and Chicago Bears, and and Chicago Bears made a lot of moves this offseason. As far as it, teams that I'm talking about, were at the end of last year, when you see them, you go, okay, that that might be a very winnable game next year. Um, I don't all know season happens. Yeah, I don't know the Falcons are going to be a significantly better team. But um, I think the Bears are going to be better. The Broncos are going to be better. Um, the Jets are going to be better uh, than than they were the last last game of, of the the twenty twenty two season. So yeah, and uh, so you know Washington needs to get prepared, right? Uh, we made some moves. We talked about some the moves um, on our last podcast of some of the free agents that they've they've gone and uh, and, and gotten they. Uh, and, and the big thing that they did, right, was make some moves at offensive line. Um, Lots. Outside of – what's that? <laughs> Lots. Yeah, and outside of all – outside of offensive line, they pretty much had got some solid role players elsewhere, right? I, I, they, they may start, they may not, but there, there was no splashy um, – Big ticket free agent. Yeah, big ticket or, or, or you know – totally filled a a gap other than with um with the offensive line and like i said so that that brings us to the draft and you know not only are you evaluating the positions but you're evaluating you know where where you are weak um and those you, you got to fill those weaknesses with the draft and there's still some free agency available you know there's still players out there and you know, as you look at this right now, Reg, what do you what do you see for for team needs 
at this point, right? We're past the initial free agency. What do you see as our as our uh, free agent need? I'm sorry, where our team needs at this point going into the draft? Um. Well, it's funny you say that. So, so there's two two thoughts here. Um, after the free agency, so there's the team made some moves, as as you pointed out. So, how do you approach the draft, right? And I will have three major needs on the areas we should focus and attack the draft to continue to build this team and make it a great team. Okay. But then there's also where would you draft in the season to make this a successful season? And you go, well, isn't there one in the same? Well, not really. And let me give you an example. So if we're just attacking the draft and you're trying to fill holes or where I think we, we have holes in the team and where we need to plug, I would probably go linebacker one. I would go O-line two and I would go corner three. Right. Linebacker okay. first, O-line second, corner third. Okay. But if I'm looking at, okay, but what do I need to be successful this season? I would probably go O-line first. Because I think just through free agency and the depth and everything that they, they did as an organization, I think the O-line would be solid enough. And so go get you a top linebacker first. Because we know we have a huge hole. We don't have that stud. We don't have that guy that te- teams are worried about at the linebacker position. So go get that guy in the draft. But again, coming back to if I just go, okay, what do we need to do to be successful this season? Sitting at 16, then, man, you go and you get you one of those stud linemen. And just right. go ahead and solidify the offensive line. And then you can get you a linebacker later in the draft. And I understand right. there's not a whole lot of linebackers that would be, if you're looking at a lot of the mocks, mock drafts, that are worthy of a 16 pick. So you trade back, you trade back, get you some more picks and you can always gather more picks in, in the, uh, in the draft, but you get that one stud linebacker, man, and you bring him into our team. Right. Um, so, so let me recap that. If you're going just based off a of free agency moves and just going how you would just continue to build this team, I would go linebacker first, O-line second, corner third. But if I'm just if I'm Ron Rivera and I got my blinders on and I'm trying to think what I need to do to be successful so the new ownership can give me a chance and, and let me come back and finish my contract or even get a new contract, then you need to be successful this season. You go O-line first. Right. Get get that O-line, get that stud O-line. Then you go linebacker. And then I still would put corner third because I well, think it, there's a lot of young guys that we saw playing last season. Um that's already on the team that I think will get some more playing time. Right. So the you know so so those guys doesn't mean we don't need a need a stud corner. I'm not implying that, but that's not where I would put my my most urgent need right in a top in a top three. Right. Um. I I don't necessarily disagree too much with your assessment there. But you, uh, the but you thing, disagree, right? What's that? But you do just no, no, no. It's more like adding or or, or giving a little bit of a, a, a twist to it. I would, I would agree that O line. I mean, I've got it written here: O line, linebacker, cornerback. But I've I've also got running back. Um, I'm, and I'm not saying that we need to pick a running back at, um, at 16. I mean, okay. and there would only be one that you would reach for to go at 16. But, um, I I, I think we've got. We, we we don't have any home runs at run, at running back currently on our team. Um, you know, no, I, I I meant to look it up before this uh, podcast, but you know the the number of runs that we have at, at running back that were over twenty yards, we had to be in the bottom five, definitely the bottom ten in the NFL. I and I will give. Uh, give credit that part of that could have been because of the offensive line, right? But these guys did get to the second level, maybe not as often as some, but they they didn't pull away. They didn't run away from people like some running backs do. That's that's not their forte. Um, and and I, and if we didn't have an upgrade, I wouldn't be let down. 
But if there's a, a running back out there who has that spark, who has that true speed, um, I, I'd be interested. Uh, and that's why I bring that up at, 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 at 16. Uh, again, I'm not saying to get the uh, kid, kid from University of Texas, but, man, you know, have, having an imp- impact type of running back like that is a – Well, is let, a, me ask you, let me ask you we, this, right? We don't, we don't hold running backs as high as what we did, you know, 15, 20 years ago across the board. Right, but let me ask you this, though. So you're saying we don't have that home run hitter. Antonio Gibson would, would be the guy that we would designate to be to be that guy. However, how much of it is we didn't scheme it right, meaning Scott Turner, O-line, and I'm intrigued to see how different uh, Antonio Gibson will look with better O-line play, better quarterback play, and better schemed offense from Airbnb because you look at the way Kansas City, Kansas City didn't draft with the exception of um, the kid out of LSU, Elaire. I can't think of his name, like three names. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but it was uh, Elaire or something like that. They didn't draft their running backs high. And in fact, this kid, Elaire, didn't even, I think he played much in the Super Bowl, but yet they got production out of their, out of their running backs. So how different will Antonio Gibson look this year in an Eric Bieniemy style offense? Because he's got the speed. I mean, he's a four, sure, four, sure, three, sure. four. So he's got the speed. He's a former wide receiver. Now, if you get him in open space, how different can Antonio Gibson look in that offense? And you don't need to spend number sixteen on the running back, and you can spend that spot on spend that pick on another major need. And you can pick a running back in the third, fourth round. Well, well I, I think, we, yeah, no. And, and again, this is a, kind of a conversation uh, that we're trying to have here. The and the only thing that I want to say is, from a running back perspective, you know, when, when I hear players, you know, when you hear, and I'll use a defensive lineman as an example. You hear, oh, they got four, 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 five for a, for a guy that's two hundred and eighty pounds. Normally especially for the big guys, that's straight speed, right? That's, there's no cutting to that. There's no, And I don't see um, our running backs making people miss, right? They hit the holes well, and they sometimes outrun some people here to the corner around the edge or whatever, but nobody makes anybody miss on this team. And, and, I, I, and I don't disagree that better quarterback play – better offensive line play, better play calling will make those guys perform better, period, right? right. Yep. But right now, in my judgment, we don't have – I'll say a home run hitter. That's fair. Right? No, that's fair. And, 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 and if the opportunity was there, again, everything is based on how you rank people in needs, I wouldn't rule uh, not getting a running back. Not necessarily at 16. Now, if if I think he's the he's a true difference maker, I always talk about difference makers, right? If I think he's truly a difference maker compared to where we have, maybe I'm open to him at 16. Um, but you were talking about what's going to be there, not going to be there. Uh, to your point, this isn't a, a big year for linebackers uh, at the top of the draft. Uh, if we're if we're going off of needs, off of what we talked about, I would say we're probably going to get an offensive line or a cornerback. Um, that that is where everything goes. I I think for Washington fans, as you're watching the draft, the day one draft and you're watching spots one through 16, you want to see quarterbacks go right. You, you want, you know, you want all four quarterbacks that are projected to potentially go early to go. And, and maybe, maybe, uh, hooker slides in there. Uh, Somebody desperate at a quarterback takes him and, and there's a fourth or fifth quarterback that's gone you want uh, defensive linemen gone right Washington is unless somebody truly falls in our lap and I mean like falls falls in our lap we're not taking a defensive end or a defensive lineman so you want those taken ahead of you because that means the better offensive linemen the better cornerbacks the better of your needs are falling there oh, and yeah. how you have them laid out and how you have them ranked uh 
drops drops potentially into your lap. Okay, I'm 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 gonna be the first to tell you. Ready? Uh oh. You heard it here first, Ken. I uh, maybe I I'll, I'll tell you once you tell we, me. We we're gonna trade out of this spot, and we're not trading up. Trading back. We're trading back. I, I, you and I, I you and I, I gonna watch this draft, and we're gonna be at pick number fourteen, and we're gonna be like, oh man, sixteen. 16. No, I know. I know. But we're going to be at pick 14. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Getting excited. We're going to be like, oh, man, listen. This guy, this guy is still on the board, man. You know, because whoever's picking at 15 is going to get this guy probably. Da, da, da. Man, we're going to have a choice to get one of these two or three guys, Ken, at 16. Because we're sitting at 14 now. Deja, deja vu from last year? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then yeah. right about pick 15, or maybe while we're on the clock. Doo, 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 whatever that stupid alarm they got and watch we're gonna trade out of that pig man i'm telling you i, I it, just it feel wouldn't it surprise me no this that, that wouldn't surprise me last year it surprised me it even when it happened me. right uh this this year it would not surprise me and again especially depending on how it how it falls if if the players that if there's enough players that you have slotted high i mean last year they had uh, uh Dotson higher than we anticipated right so they 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 look at it and they go we think this guy's going to be there at wherever we fall back to and so you're willing to make that move right they wanted a wide receiver clearly um because they had the opportunity of a couple at 11 and then they fell back but they were confident that he was still going to be there based on how the board is running so i i could see that i i don't think they're going to fall back to you know 28 or something like that, but if they, if they but fell I'm back, calling to, it. I'm to calling 20, it now though. Uh, to twenty to twenty-two, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, All right, well, I just hope boy, we get something that's worthy to, to get that. You know, well, your boy just called it. They're gonna trade back. We 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 will not be picking sixteen come the day of the draft. I'd be surprised. Uh, it, it, it takes two. It takes two to to uh, do that dance. But uh, I, I wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't think that's a. Uh, a, a big stretch. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a we'll see stretch. what happens. It's a big stretch. I'm willing. To, I'm willing to put it out there. <laughs> uh, it, I'm sorry. It is. It is. It is. Reggie, as, as a knucklehead's uh, newsflash, right there for you, right. ladies and gentlemen. That's right, man. Uh, it's a big stretch. So, so with that being said, I know I don't. But do you have anybody, if we stay at 16, that you want? Do you, do you have a name by by chance that the uh, that you want? Like I said, I've looked at a couple. Uh, well, let me hear what you got. Let me hear what you got. Well, I I don't really I, honestly I don't have anybody. I have there's a few um, cornerbacks that that may fall there that are intriguing. Um, there's a couple um, offensive linemen. Um, I, I I like the kid the the running back from Texas uh, that Dijon Robinson that, that could that could possibly be there. Um, I don't see any linebackers necessarily that I like that will be there at sixteen, and other positions. I mean, yeah, I I, I to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of open because I don't think like last year when we were tracking wide receivers, we all wonder wide receivers. So I knew yeah, I knew. Yeah. I knew all the wide receivers that could possibly fall, how they could fall. You know, you and I were sitting there talking about, oh, he's going to be there. Oh, look, look, they, they took that. And you know, every time they somebody didn't take a wide receiver, we, we just got a little bit – our smile got a little bit bigger. But little. you know who we didn't know? We didn't know We didn't know Jahan Dawson. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know that he – I knew who he was. I didn't, I, I didn't think that he would – I didn't think that we would end up going back to get that because I was hopeful that one of the uh, four, one of the four guys would be there at 11. And I, and I thought there was a good chance we'd be there at 11. Um, and they were, and they, and several were, and they I, were. Yes. I, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about John. Dodd. I remember thinking, who the hell is this guy? Like, right. what are we doing? I was like, this is, well, I didn't spend that much time uh, looking at him. I knew who he was and I knew his, his play there at Penn state. But um, yeah, I was looking at, at the, uh, at others well but, uh, who i want to draft the 16 I, let me just say this man if you know me personally you know I'm, I'm not a huge college football guy and so a lot of times i don't know a lot of the stud players at di different positions until 
you know, bowl season or um, until you start getting into this this time of the year. Right. So with that being the case, I I, I do recognize that there's no stud linebackers at 16, which is why I suggested, you know, tra- trading back. Right. If, if you wanted to address a linebacker position. But um, I don't have a name per se because, I, again, I don't watch a lot of college football. So I'm going to agree with Ron Rivera here. And a statement he made not too long ago that was very unpopular. Ron Rivera made the comment that going to this draft, he feels like we can finally roster Bill. And people took that boy and was ready to crucify that man. But I, I knew what he was meaning, right? He's been rebuilding his team since he got here. But everything was targeted. Whereas his, well, the way I took it is what he's saying now is, we pretty much got the team and the foundation where we want it. Now we can sit back and just truly build a team and fill in holes and gaps based on needs. So we got our core guys. We went out and addressed a lot of needs in free agency. So now we don't have to be reaching for guys. So that was the way I took right. his, his comment. So with that being the case, I agree with Ron. I would say you sit there and you let, and you can now sit here and play chess. You let the, you let the, the draft happen the way it's going to happen. You can sit here and either pick the best available, pick the guy that's high on your board that has fallen in the draft, or you can trade back and do some things, but they're not having to reach and overpay and try to trade up for a QB or receiver and all these types of things. They can truly sit back and work the draft the way it's intended, which a lot of the good teams do, or a lot of teams that have had success a la your Andres and your Chiefs, and I'm, I'm using it as an example because they've already loaded up and they can spend some draft capital and trade up and go get that stud wide receiver running back or whatever it is to add to what they already got. So that's the way I took Ron's comments, that he can truly roster Bill heading into this draft, and that's what I want them to do. So if that means best available, man, get best available because we can do that because there's no glaring, glaring hole um, that this team has do they is there still ways to upgrade absolutely is there still some things that we can improve on in, in some positions no doubt about it but just like last year we knew we knew we needed another receiver hands down and part of free agency we knew we needed o-line but they went out and addressed that right you can question these guys but man they, they didn't come back and bring in the norwells and the Trey Turners of the world. They brought in some guys who can truly come in and play and solidify the line. So they can go into this to this draft, man, and pretty much just, just sit here and work the draft the best way it's going to benefit this team uh, in the upcoming season. So that, that would be my take. But I guess that's a long way around for me to say best available. Yeah, and, I mean, to your point, you know, last year what was different because – you know, as we know, as we see this year, and, and it's and it's every year, right? You go through free agency first, and with glaring holes at wide receiver last year, they didn't go get anybody, right? At, you know, there there was there was wide receivers available. We talked about them on the, on our podcast, and uh, a lot of Washington people were wanting them to go get. You know, whether it was an A list wide receiver that was available, B list, C list, whatever, and and we basically didn't make really any moves at wide receiver last year through free agency. And so come the draft, you're like, man, we're sitting at number 11. There's, there's three or four, five guys. You got to get one of them. You got to get one of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, how the rest of the draft, how, how the second round through seventh round, you know, we'll take best available player at that. But first round, we got to go get ourselves a wide receiver. And, and to your point, we're not, we're not at a position that we have to do that this year. Um, I think if there were better linebackers um, coming out in this draft where there was, you know, three or four linebackers in the, in the teens, I think we could probably lean towards, we might end up picking up one of those because that's uh, a bigger hole at this point of, of the correct. season. After oh, correct. Um, but with that being said, I, I think, you know, just to kind of reiterate what you said, we're in a good position to take best available player, Again, we'll we'll eliminate a couple positions, but outside of a couple positions like like uh, you know defensive tackle, uh, we'll we'll be able to take best available player and and reap, reap the rewards of of not reaching for a position, just taking 
a stud player at whatever yep. position yep. it is. Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we've got uh, about two weeks uh, to the draft, right? Today's the, as we're recording this, we're recording this on the 10th of April. Um, and yeah, it's on the 27th is the, the first round. So we're roughly two weeks away. We'll have a, a podcast probably a couple of days before. That'll give us a little idea as, as we start hearing some more rumors of, of people that they like. Uh, and we know that a lot of that is smokescreen, right? right. Um, they, they bring in players that, that they truly are interested in, but they bring in a player or two just to, to stir the waters and keep people guessing, right? If people think that you're going to go get uh, a quarterback in the second round, well, that maybe somebody's going to make a move to your advantage to go get a quarterback, and that leaves you a player – one or two spots later that uh that, that you truly wanted um, yeah case case in point they they did not bring in Jahan Dotson on a team visit right but yet they drafted him in first round right. so just because you bring a guy in doesn't mean anything either so I, I I personally do not get caught up on whose pro days they're at who they're bringing in for one of their top 30 visits and all that kind of stuff because I know it's all just gameplay so Correct. Right. Until we actually get to the draft and start drafting, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care who they bring in for a visit. Right, right. You know, so. But that's all I got, man. What, you, what yeah, else you got, kinda, Kenny? Uh, that's pretty much what I've got uh, as far as covering on this. Like I said, just trying to catch up of, of where we sit. Um, again, this is the, a little bit of a one of those lull moments in the season between free agency, you know, the, the hot first week of free agency and then – you know, the, the three or four days before the draft. And of course, a few days after the draft, you're talking about whoever you picked, right? And you start grading them and, and happy. And, and then, you, and then after that, also after the draft, you also start having some, you still have some holes, right? Who are you able to get? And so you have to go back into free agency and say, okay, I'm going to fill these holes with what, what, what typically can, can be role players, but you know, you from a Washington perspective, you, you got to be prepared of, of who's sitting out there. Do your homework on that. Start talking, you know, already talking to those free agents right. um, and, and saying, hey, look, you know, we're, we're interested in you. Let's, let's circle back around after the draft and see what's going on. And then, and then you hopefully are able to go get the best of what's rest. What's the rest of the free agents out there? So, uh, oh, I uh, agree, uh, sir. I'll throw this bonus question in. I think it's going to be quick, fast, and easy. Uh, any interest in Cam Newton sitting on your bench in Washington after his? Hell his, no. Oh, you, you know, you ain't got to finish this question. Right. No, right. hell no. We, we, we are in 100% agreement. I think the fact that you said hell no and not just no uh, is appropriate in this. And I, I don't understand any Commanders fans out there that, think that he's the player that he was in 2014 no. 15 uh you need to go look at some game film the last couple of years and and ignore anything that you ever saw prior to that because he's not that player anymore i'm and, not interested in cam newton at all in fact if no. you see his name coming on the call id man don't even answer I, oh, i'm not interested not answer. in that good no no he, he he ain't fooling nobody brother just sit down somewhere yeah sit, sit over there next to rg3 and um uh, Carson Wentz, the, the three of y'all can, you know, find find a fourth and and play some uh, play some dominoes. So. Yeah. So no, nope, not not interested. All right, all right, good, good. I didn't want to take up too much time, but all right, uh, Reggie, that's all I got today. You got anything else? Uh, that's it, any, man. Any topics or comments or anything? That's it. Uh, We're getting close. You, you got any uh, between now and then? I think you. I forget what part of the world you're traveling, but you can let us know when you get back uh, of, of your your worldly adventures. They're always interesting for those for those that follow him on uh, Uh Look look it up. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty. It's, not, it's a non. It's pretty not a, a not official website. So he just made that up. <laughs> so <in> fact, uh, <laughs> why, why you gotta tell them? Don't tell them that, man. Let them. Let them go look for their own. Where's Reggie? Where's Reggie now? Dot com. So, uh, <laughs> oh and if God. anybody wants to start that website, I will. Uh, 
I'll, I'll give you input of, of where he is. I'll, I'll give uh, <laughs> GPS coordinates and let everybody start tracking where, where Reggie is. Funny guy. He's funny. This guy. This guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, joining. Uh, Reggie, where, where, where can they find us on, on social media? Well, you know, we're everywhere, man. You can just Google Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads Podcast and you're going to find your boys anywhere. Yeah. But specifically on Twitter, where we spend quite a bit of time, we're at the two knuckleheads. That's D A, the number two knuckleheads. And we're on Instagram. Yeah, if you look yeah, at Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads, uh, make sure you use Burgundy and Gold, Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads um, on and Twitter. You, and you see our mugshot. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, if, if you're watching this on YouTube, right over my shoulder, uh, that the, the picture I have over my shoulder here, that is the uh, logo that you'll see on our Twitter oh, feed. On everything, actually. Oh, actually, on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that I mentioned it. Um, and, and we'd love to engage with you bounce ideas we're nice uh, we're nice each other yeah we're nice people we, we're not yeah. we, we won't bash you for dis disagreeing with us no not at all not at all we 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 enjoy the banner but you better come correct though you can't just be like man no we shouldn't have did that well, i'm like well why <laughs> you can't just go oh man we shouldn't do that ron sucks oh, okay well why do you what are you basing that on though yeah yeah you know we, we like good we like good quality conversation about our team we're not just out here just and we give people glasses on and we but, give people credit with some 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 great ideas or great comments or observations or whatever yeah. uh and, and they're normally not and they're not necessarily making it to us but they follow us and or, and we follow a lot of not all of our listeners because it's hard to kind of keep track of everybody but we'll follow some of our listeners and, and we acknowledge when we see people make some uh some good points or, or good ideas or um approaches the way the way that they're thinking of, of Get this team on the winning track. So, yeah, yeah. Join, join, join in the the uh, love for the burgundy and gold, without a doubt. That's it. So that's it, man. We love it. Yeah. So until, until then, next time. Peace, peace out, out. Knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs>